0: What's up, guys? It's your boy Alex. It's your boy Big Ive. and this is the So Alive podcast. We finally got this thing going, on. We,
1: we yeah, man,
0: it's been a uh,
1: interesting day. New location, new day. It's happening though.
0: It's every single time. And I don't you're know still what?
1: holding the camera, the, the microphone. I can't stop myself. I like holding <laughs> hey, the explain microphone. Explain to the people because I get a lot of questions about this. <laughs> they they're like, yo, man, the podcast is dope. I like the topics you guys are talking about. But why the hell is he holding the mic so tight?
0: What is going on over there? You got to explain it. It's a little mind. anxiety, a fear of not being heard, and that's me being fake deep. I'm fake deep when I hold the microphone, you know what I'm saying? Are you
1: being fake deep? Okay, <laughs> I'm all right. I'm very fake deep People, he's being fake deep. When, I hold, mic- fake when deep. I
0: hold the microphone, y'all should be nervous because I'm about to say some fake deep stuff. All right? You're making me nervous. Hey, yo, come on. Because
1: today's topic, I don't think you could be fake deep. We might get canceled.
0: We might get canceled. <laughs> and look, and if we do get canceled, it's, it's mainly because of me. Because uh, this is a touchy subject right now, at least for me.
1: I don't. I wouldn't. For you. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, I wouldn't say that it's touchy. Okay. Right? What but would I would say? say that, I'm not going to lie, this shit touchy. Right. (laughs) Because it depends. Like we're in a state right now where you can't even have a conversation with people. Yeah. Right. So if there is a topic you want to discuss and you want to have a conversation around it, ultimately, if someone doesn't like what you say, instead of like providing information or context or enlightening you, they're canceling you. So hopefully, you know, we can have a dialogue about it, be honest about it and really try to figure out where the root of all of this has come from from a man's perspective right so right. we don't like to speak on a woman's behalf when they're not here And one day you know we do hope to fill these seats with some guests and we can go some back and forth mm-hmm. uh, but today let's let's just kick it from from the game yeah in the
0: streets so the topic today is black women being the most unprotected group in America yeah I, I've seen it uh on online where it's mm-hmm. like you know, black women just aren't protected.
1: Well, let's read the the the, the picture that we have here. Okay. Um, it says that the most disrespected person in America is the black woman. The most unprotected person in America is the black woman. And the most neglected person in America is the black woman. And that's a quote by Malcolm X. And I've been seeing that all over Instagram, uh, all over Twitter, all over YouTube, and instead of, like, automatically getting defensive and saying, man, these chicks don't know what they're talking about, right? The, the first thing I wanted to do was say, you know, like, like, where's the root of this?
0: Yeah. I You would know, right? I mean, but, all right, so let me ask you this. Let me flip it. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that people are sharing this quote today?
1: How much time do I have? You got some time, buddy. <laughs> well, you know... To be honest with you, we we had a a very dynamic year, right? And and I just want to just kind of take a screenshot of what has happened this year, right? So we we started off with COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) we started off No, actually, we started off with Kobe. Rest in peace, Kobe. RIP to Kobe. So we started off with Kobe. Then we rolled into COVID. Then we rolled into another civil rights wave of like you know equality, civil rights movement, how people are being treated, George Floyd, right? You know, Breonna Taylor. Please arrest Breonna Taylor killers and murderers. I don't know their names. I'm sorry, people. I don't yeah. because I've been tuning out from social media. But please arrest the people that uh, murdered Breonna Taylor. Yes. Um,
0: justice.
1: Justice. And I think around the Breonna Taylor, you know, murder is really where this started to really pop back up yeah. because we had the black box on Instagram. You know, people protesting Black Lives Matter, and then when it came to Breonna Taylor, it kind of fizzled out. In regard to the effort and the energy and the intensity around really trying to bring this woman's family justice and bring her justice, mm-hmm. and this quote popped back up saying that's messed up. That you know, black women are on the front line of every type of advancement for people of color, specifically black men. Mm-hmm. But now we're trying to fight for this, and where are you, yeah. right? So that's where that came from, I believe.
0: Okay, so do you agree with the quote?
1: I agree with the quote. I, I agree with the quote because I'm not. if, if saying. Is it? I agree with the quote because I understand what they're what they're going through. Right? right. I don't understand from a sense of embodying like, hey, the pain, the struggle, the disrespect. But I agree with the quote because I understand as a black man how I was taught to value myself by commoditizing the presence of black women right so if you if you think about growing up and how people taught you how to interact with black women you know outside of your mother and your sister or the woman you were attracted with it, it, it i can see how that can become a valid statement mm-hmm. based on how i was taught as a young man and not from my father but from society and from other you know outside sources right. on how to interact with black women definitely
0: so like how would you describe your interactions with black women growing up
1: um I mean, it's been love. Like, I feel that I would be a quarter of the man that I am today if it wasn't for black women. Yeah. Like, A a lot of people think that, like, when I say, like, man, listen, the only reason I am where I am today is because of black women. Like, supporting me, instilling the confidence inside of me, you know, basically being that bridge to be like, hey, I see the potential in you. This is a resource you should look into. This is a book you should read. I know somebody. You know, let me help you out. Let me drive you. Let me take you. Do this, do that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my homies. Yeah. <laughs> it was black women. You know? yeah. So you know, my relationship with black women, you know, it, I, I genuinely feel that from my point of view, it has always been a blessing. Now, I know that the outward emotion of things that I have done, because of like emotional ties, relationships, there may be some parties out there that may have some perspectives and stories. Mm-hmm. As I was growing as a young man, I, I definitely hurt a lot of women in that process, and I'm not proud of at this point. Mm-hmm. But I can definitely say that when I think back on, on my life, I, I appreciate every single black woman. That, that definitely helped me get to the point that I'm at today.
0: So, in a way, though... I guess growing up, what role did, like, black women have, like, you know, like, let's just say the strongest leaders in your life that were black women?
1: Hmm. Who are they? I mean, my mother definitely, you know, first and foremost. She's a hardworking woman, and she set the tone for, like, hey, like, without saying, like, look look at me. Yeah, I'm the captain now. Like, my mother never ah, said yeah, that, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but her actions did. Yeah. So she, hard working woman, I remember when I was in high school, she went and got her master's while working a full-time job, mm-hmm. taking care of three kids and a husband. Yeah. Like, she made a decision on her own. Yeah. You know, so just her raising the family and seeing, like, wow, this is a strong woman. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the first example. Yeah. Uh, the second example was my sister, mm-hmm. right? So I have an older sister, about two years older than me, mm-hmm. about a year and a half, if you want to be technical. Okay. And I've watched her grow right before my eyes, you know, from... Protecting her when I was a kid, yeah. you know, her bossing me around mm-hmm. to her going to high school, going to college, getting her master, just growing as a woman and seeing how she had to face adversity, face trials and tribulations while trying to find herself and manage her emotional stability when interacting with men. I'm like, man, it's tough, yeah. you know. But even beyond that, I had aunts, you know, school teachers, you know, a lot of people who advocated for me and saw how easy it was to be derailed as a black man. Right. It was the black woman that grabbed me by my neck and was like, stop acting like you were gangster. Seriously? Or like, you know, right. pay attention. It was always the black, you know, leaders who yeah. were, typically were women, yeah. right, who, who kept me in line. So that's that's how I kind of got that view. It was like the black women are strong. Yeah. You know? oh, and, sure. and not the sense in like, I know there's this thing going around, like you can't say they're strong, you can't say they're this, you can't say they're that, because yeah. that kind of blurries the threshold on... Their, their ability to withstand, you know, trauma and pain. And not in that sense, but strong and resilient. You know, they're, they're clairvoyant. You know, they're yeah. able to see things kind of before they happen and they're willing to break down barriers to make sure that we get there. So gotcha. th- that's when I say strong. That's what I mean.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, I was curious, man, because it's like, you know, growing up, for me, same situation. You know, yeah. uh, black women played a huge role in how yeah. I developed, the person that I am today, like you know, of course I give props to my father and stepfather, uh, but I will say, you know, as far as leadership goes, mm-hmm. there it was really black women. My mother, uh, every job I had, there was a mm-hmm. female uh, leader. Yeah. So my managers were all leaders growing up. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. You know, Miss Shelly, Miss Ross, thank you so much, Miss Paige, Miss White. You know, like yeah. those women played a huge role. And even if you think about it too, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but elementary school, yeah, middle school, Miss Woods,
1: Miss <laughs> Monker, shout out. Yeah, Miss <laughs>
0: Wedlock, what's up? <laughs> a lot of female teachers. Yeah, definitely. A, a, lo- a definitely. lot of teachers were females that were black. Mm-hmm. So, like, a part of me goes, I mean, the Brianna, Taylor situation. Am I saying that correct? Yeah. Okay, so I'm completely ignorant yeah. on this, guys. Like, excuse me if I fall off a little bit, but I'm being honest.
1: Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm a little. Angry. Whoa, what, what? The thing is, I'm not saying you have to be a detective, yeah. right? And I know that mentally, it's been exhausting, bro. Yeah. Like it's 20, been twenty itself. It's mentally it's been exhausting because I we just found out that there was a woman hanging in I think it was Frisco. I saw the report. Um, I don't have all the information. It was a, a black woman found hanging, and I think it was in her friend's garage or her neighbor's garage. Yes, I saw it. It was that. a white woman, like, found hanging, and it wasn't getting coverage, and now it is. You know, it, it's that so was many on cases. school campus? Bro, that was in Frisco. It, it,
0: was it, which, did she go to school? Uh, I'm not it was a
1: garage. I, I don't know if it was like a, uh, I don't know the details. I just saw it, and I was like, wait, what? So, the, 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 at the rate in which this is happening now, you know, it's so many different stories. I can understand how a lot of details can slip between the cracks. Yeah. But this one specific case, I need you to know it, and this is a perfect example of what we're talking about yeah. today, right? Because <laughs> this is exactly what we're talking about, right? Yes, like this is fact. This is fact. So, yeah. you know, I know you know the details about George Floyd. I do. Yeah. You know, and then when it comes to Breonna Taylor, this is exactly what they're they're kind of upset about. So, yeah. I mean, definitely look into that, man. It, yeah. It's a a very very. Uh, it's a clear situation for yeah. me, and especially just to—I grew up in the hood, yeah. <laughs> and I understand when you're a young black lady, you're growing up in the hood, your options are— they're limited, like in regards to dating. Like they're Seriously. limited, like you know. There's guys who are dropping out of school in the eighth grade. Eighth grade. Mm-hmm. There are guys who are you know trying to really chase their dreams down. There's people who got to take care of their family. People with no guidance. It, it, it's a it's a it's a barrel. Right. You know, it's crabs in a barrel. And we're all trying to make it out. Yeah. But emotionally, as a woman, I know you're still growing, and you mm-hmm. may fall in love with the homie who might not be doing things too right. 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 So. You, you date one guy, and now the cop's saying that you did this, and it, you know, the situation's ridiculous. I mean, I don't want to go into detail because I want to stay on topic, yeah. but once again, bring justice to Brianna Taylor. To We're going bring to- justice, <laughs> man.
0: We want justice, period. And, like, so, in a way, do you what do you think played a role in black women being muted mm-hmm. over time? Um,
1: well, like I said from before, man, we, we can talk about. A lot of different ways that we as men digested this, mm-hmm. this I don't even know what to say, like this this, this, this scheme or this, this vibe that we have. Mm-hmm. I would say that it really boiled down at first and foremost, let talking about the music.
0: Yeah, yeah, well.
1: Let's <laughs> talk we, about we, the music, right? So, uh,
0: yeah, on the music side, we'll, like, all right, so let's just say, where would you say it started at in music?
1: I mean, how old were we? When did Drew Hill drop "Sleeping in My Bed"? That was '97. Oh 97. boy, he just said, "Drew Hill." If you yeah. want to dance or that, yeah. <laughs> somebody <kidding>. sleeping <laughs> in my but, bed. Oh man, you must oh. be. an alto. I'm like. a <laughs> <laughs> '90s baby, baby. <laughs> that like that type of music. Like I grew up, you know, G.P. Are you with me? Like yeah. it was. So when you're young and your mind is forming, right? Like I have different type of like clips in my mind about music. Yeah. When I got to. I would say high school
0: mm-hmm.
1: is really seventh grade, eighth grade, ninth grade. Like, I remember hearing Jay Z and DMX, you know, what they want from a, mm-hmm. but I wasn't really piecing it together that, you know, this music was influencing me uh, until I got to, co- I said college, until I got to high school. Yeah. And then you got Fabulous and then right. you got, you know, Jada Kiss and you're starting to listen to all these other rappers 50 Cent mm-hmm. and it really kind of influences, okay. Well, at fifty, saying what these, you, you know, these like him, and you know, and you're looking at these rappers like, wow, he's cool, he's gangster, he's rich, right. chicks like him. I want to be like him subconsciously, and I really do think even like Lil Wayne, yeah. right? He, he, it definitely came into my life, and I kind of. Wanted to be something like the rappers, like you the know, rapper, like yeah. you wanted to be the rapper. And yeah, I for think sure. the way that I looked at women, mm-hmm. and being that I lived in an urban environment, the women around me were black, right? You know, yeah. obviously, right? Or Latino, yeah. I, I feel that I may have commoditized them, gotcha, right? Like, oh, I need more, or yeah. I need to use them to boost my own ego, yeah. And that had perpetuated at that time. A sense of disregard, disrespect.
0: Yeah. You know,
1: uh, not not protect for sure.
0: You you probably didn't have value in them. Like at least I feel like I I know what you're saying because for uh, me from pers- a consumption standpoint. Yeah, for sure. From a consumption standpoint, it definitely. subconsciously played a role in how you would treat women. Mhm. But then in the way this is me playing devil's advocate. Don't you start. I'm devil's sorry. But I I got to take it there because <clears> on some of these same albums there were songs that Basically uplifted the woman, too. Right? We call that balance. Uh, but it wasn't enough. So I, mean, I could definitely understand. Yeah, I mean, what well, DMX can put on an
1: album in open and close with a prayer and talk about murder for fourteen tracks, right? Is it a gospel album? I don't think so. But <laughs> it's like it, it all depends. And I don't think that the the peppering of the uplift, you know, really took the whole the whole bowl home, right? Right. Like, I do think that we we, we we could have and can continue to do better, for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, we could make better music uh, as far as, like, I guess musicians in that case can make better music as far as, like, taste-wise, as far as, like, treating women. But then, let's just say in today's time, mm-hmm. because these tables are going to turn eventually, especially with the way women are making music now. Don't take the conversation I'm where sorry. I think you're about to take a, it. I, I, I gotta, know you're about to go. I got to take it there. <laughs> let's just be honest, because, I mean, music did play... Uh, uh, influence in how we treat women, right? Yeah, definitely. The tables are going to turn. It's usually well, that's like, a state
1: of equality, right? Like you know, yin yang. Like mm-hmm. women can do exactly what men can do, and and I do believe that there should be a state of equality, equality, equality. Yeah. You know whether it's you know pay, sure. whether it's you know opportunities. Right. You know, so go ahead and say something controversial
0: because I, I can tell you in your smile. It's you were about not to take it there. I'm just thinking about it. The city girls. Okay. Uh, so, so what's her name? Saweetie. I I don't know. That's Qua- Quavo. Quavo's girl. girl yeah. A six eight figure six.
1: I, I don't know. I mean, I know the song. Uh, I like, no, I know, I know if know. I hear it, I don't know the words.
0: Yeah. But like these songs are now objectifying men. hmm I hate to say it like that because like that's not the thing you should say. But in a way, now we're shifting the focus towards uh, women. I feel like all right. Even then, let's just mm-hmm. like. You see where I'm going, though. Well, right?
1: I feel like what you're trying to say, and let me let me see if I can kind of, you know, streamline this a little bit. Yes. Is that the the fight for equality in women, for women, mm-hmm. has caused men to relinquish their their role as protectors? Because if you're saying like, oh, we equal now, which we always have been, we're just talking about legally. Yeah. Right? Like we're equal now legally because right. we always have been. Right. That you don't need to be protected. Like I mean I'm not saying that's what you're saying. Yeah. But is that what you believe the kind of like oh well if you if, if you want to be equal then this is how it is is that you feel like that's kind of
0: in the way. I I mean I, I personally feel like uh, the whole statement itself. Mm-hmm. With our backgrounds. The type of guys that we are. Mhm. We we protect our women. Definitely we we the good down. guys in the bunch, right? So when I hear that black women aren't protected, I'm go. I go. Where's this coming from? The Breonna Taylor situation. I
1: totally understand. But you, but, but 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 I gotta butt you up. but me up. But all right. So guy code.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Right. Guy code. And protecting black women does not, it's like oil and water. Okay. It doesn't mix. Mm-hmm. Right? So, if if your homie, if I'm your homie, mm-hmm. and I'm verbally abusive, yeah. or if I'm doing a little things that you'd be like, damn, like, big eye out of line a little bit, like, yeah. are you checking your homie? Like, are you doing things to be like, yo, listen, hold on, like you a little out of line, like, are mm-hmm. we playing the guy code to be like, man, that's him and his chick's problem, but we about to go to this club, we about to go turn up, like,
0: yeah,
1: it, are, are we superseding the, the protection, like, yo, don't do that, or are we letting guy code get in the way, you know, like, have you ever thought about
0: that? I, I never really... Because I
1: know you know some homies, or you know people who talk kind of crazy, do yeah. crazy things, like, when was the last time... That, that we have stepped up and been like, hey, listen, and check your mans. Yeah. Because it starts with your boy. Like, yeah. yo, because everyone knows somebody. Right. Have we checked our boys first to even start infiltrating the inside before we start even went outside, like to inside the guy code arena? Like, are we protecting our women inside the guy code arena?
0: I see what you're saying. You, you, you're basically saying, do I call the BS out when I see a homie cutting up on his girl? A thousand percent. I don't. Just being honest. No, that's cool. That's and, cool. we—that's well, we, what we're talking about yeah, it today. Go ahead. And so you—you you got a point. I mean, we don't protect women in that regard. But then, what do we say to to ourselves, to our old ladies? What happens at home stays at home, right? So me personally I apply that rule to I apply that rule to any and everybody else mm-hmm. that has you could talk to me about the most personal sh- stuff and I will not ask you why, what or how but that's your job as, yeah. a, as,
1: as a homie yeah like one of my I can't even tell that story I'm not gonna tell that story one <laughs> of my homies you know like if, if he got into something with his lady yeah and he called me. And he tells me, uh-huh. like, this is what happened between me and my lady. It's my job, as his homie, to tell him that he's wrong. Yeah, if he's wrong. Yeah, to be like, yo, you shouldn't have talked to your shorty like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you and I had this conversation three months ago, bro. That's real. Like, and that's what makes a friendship a good friendship. Yeah, and especially, I think that's the first line of defense in protecting black women yeah. is calling out the, the your homie who would probably listen to you. Yeah, like nobody wants to be the shunned homie. Yeah like, oh, I can't talk with Alex, man. Like, I don't like the way he be talking to his lady, bro. Like, yeah. if people start saying that, dudes are dudes tighten up.
0: Yeah. Nah, nah, for real. Dudes are tight up. I'm
1: not saying you gotta go out and be like with a bulletproof vest and be yeah. like, save the black woman, but yeah. we can definitely have this conversation amongst each other to start making some change.
0: Yeah, sure. nah, nah, for sure. I agree with you. So then, so like, oh my God, I'm bombing right now. Was there ever a time that like, you know, your, your beliefs growing up affected or landed you in like in a difficult situation with like black women
1: yeah definitely man like all the explain time. like if, if you think about how, how music kind of brainwashed us growing up how music kind of taught us how to interact with women and it taught us like what to believe in and how we actually eventually ended up forgetting to protect them you know when you date? Like, what, you, what are your real intentions, right? If you see right. one of your homies disrespecting or do like, what are you doing, right? So there, there were many times where I feel that I could have behaved differently, you know, just being introspective and, and, and thinking about it and seeing this meme float around all over the internet has, has really opened my eyes to be like, well, if, if these women, if women are saying that they feel this way, mm-hmm. their emotions are valid, the statement is valid, like, what can we do? Because who's not protecting them? Yeah, you know, so I can definitely tell you there are times when when my beliefs or my basic understanding of how to interact with women from, you know, movies or media or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, had me in difficult relationships or difficult situations. What about you and your end, man? I know you didn't listen to music and, and watch TV and it didn't affect you.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, no, for sure. Like you said, like music and media definitely played a role uh, in how I treated women. Uh it wasn't until I got older, you know, teenage years, you go, mm-hmm. damn, this don't make sense. Why would I treat every girl this way? And even mm-hmm. then, I ain't, I can't lie. I used some of that same music to guide me through situations. You know, now, like, mm-hmm. I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm going to listen to uh, Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. <laughs> you, you know the song, right? Better, I should let it burn. Yeah. That was you. Need. you need. You said Usher, let it burn. Y'all hear this, man? Yo, no, no, no. But like, seriously though, think about it. Yeah. Like, music, even now as a as an adult now. I think like we acquired the knowledge over time to go. Oh, what what I consume is basically like I have to be mindful of it mm-hmm. and how I consume it. Okay. So now I can't really like live like the rappers or. Yeah, they say this, but it's entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. And we have to at this point, definitely. As if, yeah, we, we grown now. We grown. Yeah. And like even then as a child moving forward, like my kids, like if they choose to listen to that stuff, I'm gonna say, hey, that's entertainment. They're not actually living that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's yeah. the message like as we grew up, we wasn't taught that. How many times did you hear, Oh, that rapper ain't really living that?
1: From other rappers, or from no, like our no, no, parents from or from friends, their parents and, or friends. I don't know. When Fifty came out, I knew Fifty was about it. Like Jay Z, I was like, "Yo, he was selling keys." Like I mean, ultimately, I believed every rapper when I was younger. I mean, when I got older, then I think that's when it changed a little bit. But you're right. I think it subconsciously influenced me across the
0: board. Yeah. So like, would you say certain movies influenced you and in how the, the way you that you treat women? Even then
1: I don't know I don't think that I mean I think television definitely does program our role. Mm-hmm. I mean especially the role if you look at like black men on TV, mm-hmm. we are always the aggressor. We're always like, you know, the crook. It sounds
0: like a Tyler Perry movie dog. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got to say it. I got to say it. But go ahead. Yo, man, I'm first listening. of all, Soul Food there was no I'm just kidding. I, I, honestly, I don't I don't
1: watch many Tyler Perry movies, but <laughs> I, I, I am happy that we got a brother who, who making that money and yeah. trying to get black Keep people going opportunities time. in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't watch many of his movies. But I never really digested what I saw on TV mm-hmm. and embodied it as like, this is who you are. Right. Right. I think music was more influential just because I grew up in the inner city and a lot of the rappers were from inner cities yeah. or claimed to be from inner cities right. and they were rapping about things that were relevant to me. Mm-hmm. Like seeing a black guy on TV, like verbally abused being domestic violence or like like that stuff I'm like I don't get it it's yeah. it's, it's drama it's, you know, it's theater but right. like when I heard music I think it was more influential Right. but what was even more influential than music and media was what the older men were telling me hmm. right like older men like right. the OGs right? Right, right man you gotta get these women you gotta do this you gotta do that and I don't ever recall besides Maybe my uncles and my dad, Mm -hmm. you know, from men coming over to me, whether it was, like, being 10 years old or 15, 20 years older at that time and saying, like, hey, you know, respect these women, protect these women. Like, you would hear that at the barbershop when Farrakhan was talking. he went like, I don't want to hear this, man. I don't know. I want to, you know, turn on something else. I'm at the barbershop, you know. So no one ever really taught me that outside of the the few men that I played close
0: to. So that Uh was a big
1: influence as well, man.
0: So what was, like, the turning point when you realized – like, yo, women have to be treated better. I'm embarrassed to tell you that answer, bro. Why? <laughs> I'm
1: embarrassed to tell you because oh. it took me entirely too long. Yeah. You know, I would, I would say it had to be within the past, like, two, three. Within the past, like, three years is when I really, 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 really started looking at, like, okay, like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Within the past two is when I was like, okay, you know, lower your ego a bit. You know, you, you you can't consume people like that. And within the past one is when I just completely just opened up and was like, hold up. <laughs> I've been out of line. Yeah. Like, my, my, I, my, I, I always feel like a hypocrite at times because I've... I knew better, and I should have done better yeah. in in protecting, and also like respecting and empowering. But devil it, had a hold on me, man. Yeah, nah, like, it, the devil had a hold on me.
0: Trust me, you man. I, I'm I'm the same way. I, yeah. I learned, like you said, <laughs> a little too late. Yeah. But you know, moving forward though, how do you think we and when I say we, we as black men can treat women better, and even make sure that their voices are heard, that any injustice that happens gets heard? How can we do that? Well,
1: now we talking. <laughs> now we talking. <sighs> um, What is the first law of thermodynamics? It is. This man just <laughs> talking about now we talking. Now, <laughs> now we talking. No, oh, because you got me thinking. Yeah. And the first law is that energy is not created nor destroyed. It's just transferred from one object to another, yeah. right? That's the first law of right. thermodynamics. And if you think about that, we come from black women. Mm-hmm. So we come from them, right? right? That mm-hmm. energy right. Right? within them, that power that's within them, yeah. it's now pumping in our veins. Yeah. So realizing that we are of them and we are from them, mm-hmm. right? right? Every man has, you know, a, a feminine side and a masculine side, Facts. right? And we need to understand that we are far more connected to them than then we we actually pretend that we're we, we're not right. Yeah, like we need seriously. to realize that, and we need to realize that you know it, it kind of starts with an internal assessment of of who we are. Mm-hmm. And I think that struggle of understanding who you are as a black man in this country is a completely different conversation that we probably had yeah, you know yeah. a couple of weeks back. But yeah. you know, really understanding who we are, why we're here, what our role is, and what our role is in comparison to the black woman, I think that. If we asked those questions and found those answers, we would definitely take pride in being a protector and definitely take pride in preserving and making sure that they had the same opportunities and the same type of advancements. And we'll be front line. I don't think that we ask a lot of questions inside, internally, as black men. For sure. That's why we don't respect and we disregard black women because we're not getting answers about ourselves and for ourselves.
0: Yeah. yeah. And and even then, uh, what would you say... As far as the media goes, right? Because we just talked about media consumption. Mm. What does the media need to change moving forward?
1: Media's not going to change, man. Media's not going to change. I don't think that there's anything that the media will ever do.
0: But then, in the way, as crazy as it may sound, and even though I still will listen to Dre and Snoop. <laughs> that okay. one song I'm never
1: canceling Dre and Snoop well, let, Let's not get it twisted Right Right. <laughs> yeah for sure I'm not saying cancel them
0: You know one song though I know you're talking about But music Making music like that Moving forward Do we stop supporting it As a culture And start going towards The guys Or Let me say this We start supporting more guys That are more honest With how they treat Their women Like even then I could respect a Jay-Z not just because he's Jay Z, but the amount of vulnerability that he has had in his music. And then, as what, of recently, as of recently, but, he
1: definitely made money, cash, hoes. Yeah, he definitely so, made he, And that's a, a, a very good proof example of time of what the program yeah, does, yeah, right?
0: Yeah, proof of time too, yeah. right? Because now, what does he do? He uplifts his woman. Mm hmm he makes sure that he is on the front line for women i think even then he stopped calling women b words in his music once Mm -hmm. his first daughter was born Mm -hmm. so do we support more guys do we encourage more music artists and support music artists that go that route or do we take a step back and say you know dude you talking reckless I can't deal. I can't support this.
1: Well, I'm not. I'm not an artist, mm-hmm. so I know when it comes to music, yeah, there is a state of some type of create creative process or creativity For sure. that I believe is based off of things you've been through or some unexplainable energy and vibe that you want to verbally express, right? And that's unique to each individual person. So yeah. I, I can't control the creative process of artists. Right now, from a consumer standpoint, that's what I'm talking about. Honestly, I have zero faith that as a culture we can collectively come together and cancel anyone. Wow. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say it. I don't think that we can cancel anyone. If it's for protecting Black women, mm-hmm. if it's for protecting Black men, it's for preserving our own selves. Yeah. I don't think as a culture we can genuinely cancel anyone.
0: Hell, we can't even cancel Gucci.
1: We can't even cancel Gucci. Yeah. So I mean. When you look at the media, I don't look at the media for direction. Just like I just don't, I don't look at the government for direction, right? Like, (laughs) you know, I'm an individual, so I think that really, like I said, being introspective and looking within ourselves as Black men Mm -hmm. to really say, okay, who are we? What are we doing? What is our role? And really uplifting ourselves, I think we'll automatically take on that responsibility to protect
0: Black women. Gotcha. So, so if there is anything you want to say to the Black women out there who are listening, uh, yeah, because we everywhere um you, <laughs> <lie>. uh, <laughs> like what would you say to the black woman what would you want them to know
1: man like i, I want to be as succinct as possible i mean myself and i can only speak for me and i'm pretty sure that it mirrors you know other brothers around the world is that yo we love you first and foremost right like nothing's more beautiful than a black woman for sure right right They're the most educated and the most successful like, class of women in America right now. Yeah. You know, I don't know anyone else that can get... Like, we were talking earlier yeah. about just understanding. Right. Like, hey, hey, look at that over there. Right. And she looks at you, and she'd be like, yo. And you'd be like, yo. Like, <laughs> just a general... like, right. Black women understand me. Seriously. You know? And right. I love them for that. Yeah. I always had a fear that as I grew as a man, mm-hmm. I would have to explain to whoever I was dating that, like, hey, I grew up like this. This is how, like, I think. This is where I'm from. This is, like, how... Like, just have to explain to her how I had to struggle to grow. Yeah. Because she would see my career, my job, my car, my house, and think I had it all figured out. Yeah. And I genuinely feel that only black women can understand the struggle that a black man has gone through to grow. Yeah. So, I like... I genuinely just want black women to know like if you don't have anyone else you got a brother like me. You got big guy <laughs> out there that yeah. genuinely like supports everything about you, the color of your skin, your hair texture, like the way you dress, sure. yeah, you know, your attitude, your articulation, you know, your everything about you, your emotions, your your spirituality, like anything about a black woman, everything about a black woman is a straight vibe. Yeah. You know, and I think that as black men we 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 have gotten to this this state of consumption, you know, of black women and not really the preservation of black women. And I think that you know we we genuinely need to figure out how to do that. And it starts with a state of maturation. Yeah, you know, I can only speak like this now from a standpoint of I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've done that. I've grown from that. yeah, but you know, black women, need, they need love, they need protection. And, and black, men, black men, we need to be a little bit more introspective on our value and that extends to them as well.
0: Agreed. So. Well, you definitely changed my perspective today, and uh, you informed me. So I want to say thank you. Hey, man.
1: You mean that, man? Sincerally. I mean that. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, no, no. I got to say, this it This okay. not for the cameras. He yeah, just yeah. said that he thanked me. Yeah, yeah. I no. appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, <seriously>. <laughs> no, <laughs> man, listen. That's what we do this for, bro. Yeah,
0: yeah. And for sure. So, like, if you're paying attention, man. Basically, like, yo, listen to our black women. Make yeah. sure that they're heard. Support our black women. Yeah. And if, you black, uh, if you're black, if a black man, go ahead, you know, stand next to a black woman. Go ahead, you know. That's both uh, vertical and horizontal, you know, however oh you do boy. it.
1: <laughs> yo, how you going to tax it out? I'm sorry, y'all.
0: No. I'm sorry. But, like, <laughs> but yo, no, get def- to know a black woman, you no, know. I, like, but you know what? Your,
1: your statement is, you know, I, I, I genuinely believe that. Like, yeah. I... Love anyone you want, be with anyone you want, mm-hmm. but you know, as black men, definitely vertically, you know, for sure. And I mean I love to see black love. So yeah. when you say horizontally, we're talking about black love and I love to see black love, you know, definitely a good thing that I love to see. I'm just giving you a hard time. I know what you I mean. I know,
0: I know. Even then I I, uh, I kinda object to five women right there, so I apologize. Uh, but look, I love all black <laughs> women. <laughs> I really no. love them all. I really look. I really love all black women. And I just want to say this to black women. You are beautiful in your natural state. You don't have to live up to the Instagram thing. You know, I'm pretty sure the media giving you guys this perception that you are not enough. You are more than enough. Actually, you're everything that we need. So keep going strong. Keep supporting us. We're going to keep supporting you. Good guys like Big Ive and me, we're going to love you to the day we die. And even beyond, even when we go to them heaven gates... If you single and I'm single, just know Alex shooting his shot.
1: Come on, Mister Snowball. Let me hey, tell you, hey, Alex hey, hey, hey. And, and his dad, like his dad, said, his dad. No, he cuffing ladies. He's single. Cuff, <laughs> what you say, Cuff Daddy Combs? Cuff Daddy, man. Hey, hey, Cuff hey. Daddy. But yeah, man, mm-hmm. we just wanted to. To get on get on get on record right now right. and talk about it. I think that it's a, a good conversation yeah. to have. You know, even though we joke and we kick it, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's still a serious overtone for sure that uh, that we need to to talk about. I mean, is there anything else you want to discuss around this topic, man? I mean,
0: I can't really say much, man, because long story short, like I agree with everything you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said beforehand, coming into this, you knew how I felt. Yeah. I was like, hey, you know, I think it's some feminist thing, and then come to find out this is about justice. Yeah. Justice. Mm-hmm. I'm on for justice and equality. Mm-hmm. Day in day out. I don't care if it may hurt my ego. That's ego.
1: It's but, definitely ego. And, yeah. and, and you know, I think that when we read these memes or when we see these quotes, we we get like, man, I'm about to, you know, you know, but yeah. I think we do that because we know that the only reason that we see these, it, it starts with us, though. For sure, it starts with us. For sure, like it starts with us. Like if there was a war going on outside <laughs> mm-hmm. and black women that were being targeted, who's yeah. gonna stand up for them? You know, mm-hmm. it, it would have to be us, right? You mm-hmm. No First choice, and foremost. Yeah, you know, if we want to claim I'm a man, right, right. Then we got to do what we got to do. And Seriously. I think that seeing these type of comments and these type of memes and these type of photos just made me realize that the the solution to something like this is us yeah you know starts with us for sure like that's that's a that it's not a them problem it's an us problem right yeah. like we need to figure out like what are we doing to perpetuate this and mm-hmm. how can we stop it so Facts. you know i think it's a dope conversation and we're gonna continue to have this conversation you know oh, yeah. but uh, i said my piece bro yeah nah <laughs> nah
0: nah so look uh where can they follow you at bro
1: oh of course man follow the soul Out podcast first and foremost first follow first that please foremost, we buddy. need all
0: the followers we need all the subscribers what else we need yeah
1: Listen, we, we just need
0: that. We everywhere. We need that. <laughs> but you can
1: always follow me on my personal big Yeah. Uh definitely. You can always follow me there.
0: Yeah, and if you guys have any topics like you know, or do you have anything that you want us to discuss, even if you want some advice, mm-hmm. hit us in the comment section. We don't mind. We gonna pay attention to it and we gonna give you the love and affection that you need and the game that you need. So uh follow us at so alive podcast. You can follow me at I am Alex J Martin. That's everywhere as well. So uh to tune in subscribe tune
1: in, tune in subscribe
0: don't 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 hesitate now like if you hesitate that let you know you should just go ahead and subscribe man don't hesitate <laughs> don't hesitate hit play all right man i'm out you peace, peace.